Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our daily reading conference call on A Course in Miracles, Original Edition. We read from the text of A Course in Miracles, Original Edition, which is published by our dear friends at the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net, where if you mouse over the link on the top of the page for online edition, you will see <clears throat> the link to read A-C-I-M-O-E on the drop-down from the online edition link. On that same drop-down, there is also a link to subscribe to an excellent daily email sent to you by the Course in Miracles Society, which email contains both the workbook lesson and the text reading for the day. My name is... Excuse me. My name is Lemoyne Castle, and this call happens for and with you every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, from about 9 to 11 a.m. East, sorry, 9.15 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Today we're, con- we're starting a new chapter. <laughs> we're starting Chapter 5, Healing and Wholeness, with uh, um, Section 1, the Introduction, and Section 2, Healing as Joining. And at the top of the hour, we'll pause to touch in with our lesson for the day. Today's lesson is Lesson 50, I Am Sustained by the Love of God. And that will be led as usual this morning by Fran. I'm sustained by the love of God. Okay. Need that reminder here. <laughs> um, well, it's that time where I turn to you, Lori, and ask, do you have one of your noetic openings for this call? You know, I was just really happy to come across this one gifted to me uh, from Ilya Delio, the work Birth of a Dancing Star. Toward the end of that book, she writes, every human life in the cosmos is winding its way into the future. Every life makes a difference to the life of the whole. I have come to know that the fire in my heart is the fire in the heart of the universe and that its flames will not be extinguished. This fire will destroy that which is not God and forge what is God into an ever-radiant new presence of God, because God is forever being born within us. In this life, at this moment, I allow all that has shaped my life to be summed up in this seamless, mysterious breath of life. I let go over and over again and jump into the lap of God's loving embrace. Every moment I'm falling in love with God, for God knows me in a deep way, a way that I still hardly know myself. And it is this endless, inscrutable depth where love burns brightly, 
and I learn to trust my thoughts, my words, my actions. I have a mission because every person has a mission to be the truth of who they are so that God can be God in them. The path to truth demands patience and trust, and this path is an open road within every human heart. I let go over and over again and jump into the lap of God's loving embrace, sustained by the love of God. Amen. Oh, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much, Lori. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lori. It was beautiful. I'm sobbing over here. (laughs) Oh, God bless you. I loved it, too. Thanks, you guys. All right. Thank you, Lori. Um, I have on my list this morning with this and reading, I have <laughs> Lori. If I can read my scratch overs here, I've got Lori, Fran, uh, Karen, Diana, Robin Marie, Wendy, Lana, Donna, and Jessica. Any corrections? Anyone? Anyone Patricia? else who's joined? The, uh, oh, Patricia. Yes, sorry. Thank you. And Robin signed in before me, just in case it matters. Karen. Pardon? Oh, okay. I don't think it much matters go with this. Fran, Karen, Diana, Robin, Marie. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Did you get Donna in there? Uh, I did. Lana, Donna, Jessica. Okay. Okay. Patricia. Patricia. Forget her. Okay. Okay. All right. Um... Anyone else who'd like to <laughs> join what actually is a calm list, even though it appears to scrum on my paper. <laughs> All right. I'll get it started then with uh, uh, chapter one in the, or sorry, chapter, paragraph one in section one. Chapter 5, Appealing and Wholeness. Okay. To heal is to make happy. Do that again. To heal is to make happy. I have told you before to think how many opportunities you have to gladden yourselves and how many you have refused. This is exactly the same as telling you that you have refused to heal yourself. The light that belongs to you is the light of joy. 
Radiance is not associated with sorrow. Depression is often contagious, but although it may affect those who come in contact with it, they do not yield to the influence wholeheartedly. But joy calls forth an integrated willingness to share in it and thus promotes the mind's natural impulse to respond as one. Lori. Uh, chapter 5, Healing and Wholeness, such one introduction. To heal is to make happy. I have told you before to think how many opportunities you have to gladden yourselves and how many you have refused. This is exactly the same as telling you that you have refused to heal yourselves. The light that belongs to you is the light of joy. Radiance is not associated with sorrow. Depression is often contagious, but although it has although it may affect those who come in contact with it, they do not yield to the influence wholeheartedly. But joy calls forth an integrated willingness to share in it and thus promotes the mind's natural impulse to respond as one. Those who attempt to heal without being wholly joyous themselves call forth different kinds of responses at the same time and thus deprive others of the joy of responding wholeheartedly. To be wholehearted, you must be happy. <laughs> if fear and love cannot coexist, and if it is impossible to be wholly fearful and remain alive, then the only possible whole state is that of love. There is no difference between love and joy. Therefore, the only possible whole state is the holy joyous. To heal or to make joyous is therefore the same as to integrate and make one. That is why it makes no difference to what part or by what part of the sonship the healing is done. Every part benefits and benefits equally. Thank you, Lori. <clears throat> and Fran, would you read two through four? Do you say, okay, through four? Yes, please. Is that what you said? Okay. Two, those who attempt to heal without being wholly joyous themselves call forth different kinds of responses at the same time and thus deprive others of the joy of responding wholeheartedly. To be wholehearted, you must be happy. If fear and love cannot coexist, and if it is impossible to be wholly fearful and remain alive, then the only possible whole state is that of love. There is no difference between love and joy. Therefore, the only possible whole state is the wholly joyous. To heal or to make joyous is therefore the same as to integrate and to make one. That is why it makes no difference to what part or by what part of the sonship the healing is done. Every part benefits and benefits equally. Three, you are being blessed by every beneficent thought of any of your brothers anywhere. You should want to bless them in return out of gratitude. 
You do not have to know them individually, or they you. The light is so strong that it radiates throughout the sonship and returns thanks to the Father for radiating his joy upon it. Only God's holy children are worthy to be channels of his beautiful joy, because only they are beautiful enough to hold it by sharing it. It is impossible for a child of God to love his neighbor except as himself. That is why the healer's prayer is, let me know this brother as I know myself. Well, thank you, Bram. And Karen, would you read uh, three and four again and uh, give it a little moment and before you start with section two and read the first section two? Thank you. Three, you are being blessed by every beneficent thought of any of your brothers anywhere. You should want to bless them in return out of gratitude. You do not have to know them individually or they you. The light is so strong that it radiates throughout the sonship and returns thanks to the Father for radiating his joy upon it. Only God's holy children are worthy to be channels of his beautiful joy because only they are beautiful enough to hold it by sharing it. It is impossible for a child of God to love his neighbor except as himself. That is why the healer's prayer is, let me know this brother as I know myself. Chapter 5, Healing and Wholeness, Section 2, Healing as Joining. Healing is an act of thought by which two minds perceive their oneness and become glad. This gladness calls to every part of the sonship to rejoice with them and lets God himself go out into them and through them. Only the healed mind can experience revelation with lasting effect. Because revelation is an experience of pure joy. If you do not choose to be wholly joyous, your mind cannot have what it does not choose to be. Remember that the soul knows no difference between quote-unquote being and quote-unquote having. The higher mind thinks according to the laws which the soul obeys and therefore honors only the laws of God. To him, getting is meaningless and giving is all. Having everything, the, the soul holds everything by giving it and thus creates as the Father created Thank you, Karen. And Diana, would you read uh, section title 5 and 6?
Hi. Okay. I just got my I just got my book out. Could you just tell me again what um which one that was, please? Yeah, it's chapter five in the the text. Um, okay. Oh, why don't you go on to the next person? I'll find it. Okay. And then, yeah, I'll jump in. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to you in a, a turn or two. Okay, Robin Marie, would you read section title five and paragraph five and six? Chapter five: Healing and Wholeness. Section title. Healing as joining. Five, healing is an act of thought by which two minds perceive their oneness and become glad. This gladness calls to every part of the sonship to rejoice with them and lets God himself go out into them and through them. Only the healed mind can experience a revelation with lasting effect. Because revelation is an experience of pure joy. If you do not choose to be wholly joyous, your mind cannot have what it does not choose to be. Remember that the soul knows no difference between, quote, being, unquote, and, quote, having, unquote. The higher mind thinks according to the laws which the soul obeys and therefore honors only the laws of God. To him, getting is meaningless, and giving is all. Having everything, the soul holds everything by giving it, and thus creates as the Father created. Six, if you think about it, you will see that while this kind of thinking is totally alien to having things, even to the lower mind, it is quite in, it is quite comprehensible in connection with ideas. If you share a physical possession, you do divide its ownership. If you share an idea, however, you do not lessen it. All of it is still yours, although all of it has been given away. Further, if the person to whom you give it accepts it as his, he reinforces it in your mind and thus increases it. If you can accept the concept that the world is one of ideas, the whole belief in the false association which the ego makes between giving and losing is gone. Okay. <laughs> um, Diana, have you found Yeah, I'm back. I've got my book. Thank you. Okay. Would you do this? Would you yes. do this? Would you read the last sentence of five, then okay. six, seven, eight? Okay. Sure. Okay. Thank you. The last sentence of five. Um, five. Having everything, the soul holds everything by giving it, and thus creates as the Father created. 
six. If you think about it, you will see that while this kind of thinking is wholly alien to having things, even to the lower mind, it is quite comprehensible to uh, in connection with ideas. If you share a physical possession, you do divide its ownership. If you share an idea, however, you do not lessen it. All of it is still yours, although all of it has been given away. Further, if the person to whom you give it accepts it as his, he reinforces it in your mind and thus increases it. If you can accept the concept that the world is one of ideas, the whole belief in the false association with the ego makes between giving and losing is gone. Number seven, let us start our process of reawakening with just a few simple concepts. Eight, thoughts increase by being given away. The more who believes in them, the stronger they become. Everything is an idea. How, then, is it possible that giving and losing can be meaningfully associated? Thank you. Thank you, Diana. And, uh, Wendy, would you do similarly the last sentence of six from that seven, eight, nine? and read the last sentence of seven? Sorry, I was reading on mute. (laughs) Oh, the last sentence of six. Okay. And then seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Okay. If If you can accept the concept that the world is one of ideas, the whole belief in the false association which the ego makes between giving and losing is gone. Let us start our process of reawakening with just a few simple concepts. Eight, thoughts increase by being given away. The more who believe in them, the stronger they become. Everything is an idea. How then is it possible that giving and losing can be meaningfully associated? Nine, This is the invitation to the Holy Spirit. I told you that I could reach up and bring the Holy Spirit down to you, but I can bring him to you only at your own invitation. The Holy Spirit is nothing more than your own right mind. He was also mine. 
the Bible says, may the mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus and uses this as a blessing. It is the blessing of miracle-mindedness. It asks that you may think as I thought, joining me in Christ thinking. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Wendy. And uh, Lana, would you read uh, 7 through 10? Okay. Let us start our process of reawakening with just a few simple concepts. Eight, thoughts increase by being given away. The more who believe in them, the stronger they become. Everything is an idea. How then is it possible that giving and losing can be meaningfully associated? Excuse me. Nine, this is the invitation to the Holy Spirit. I told you that I could reach up and bring the Holy Spirit down to you, but I can bring him to you only at your own invitation. The Holy Spirit is nothing more than your own right mind. He was also mine. The Bible says, in quotes, may the mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, close quotes, and uses this as a blessing. It is the blessing of the miracle, I'm sorry, it is It is the blessing of miracle-mindedness. It asks that you may think, as I thought, joining with me in Christ's thinking. Ten, the Holy Spirit is the only part of the Holy Trinity which is symbolic. It It is referred to in the Bible as the healer the comforter, and the guide. He is also described as something separate, apart from the Father and from the Son. I myself said, if I go, I will send you another comforter, and he will abide with you. The Holy Spirit is a difficult concept to grasp precisely because it is symbolic and therefore open to many different interpretations. As a man and as one of God's creations, my right thinking, which came from the universal inspiration, which is the Holy Spirit, taught me first and foremost that this inspiration is for all. I could not have it myself. I could not have it myself without knowing this. Thank you, Lana. And uh, 
at the risk of the well, let me just ask ask you, Donna, to do a <coughs> do a short review here and read eight through ten. Eight. Thoughts increase by being given away. The more who believe in them, the stronger they become. Everything is an idea. How then is it possible? How then is it possible that giving and losing can be meaningfully associated? Nine. This is the invitation to the Holy Spirit. I told you that I could reach up and bring the Holy Spirit down to you. But I can bring him to you only at your own invitation. The Holy Spirit is nothing more than your own right mind. He is also mind. The Bible says, quote, may the mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, end quote. And uses this as a blessing. It is the blessing of miracle-mindedness. It asks that you may think as I thought, joining with me in Christ thinking. Ten. The Holy Spirit is the only part of the Holy Trinity that is symbolic. He is referred to in the Bible as the healer, the comforter, and the guide. He is also described as something, quote, separate, end quote. Apart from the Father and from the Son, I myself said, quote, if I go, I will send you another comforter, and he will abide with you, end quote. This Holy Spirit is a difficult concept to grasp precisely because it is symbolic and therefore open to many different interpretations. As a man and as one of God's creations, my right thinking, which came from the universal inspiration, which is the Holy Spirit, taught me first and foremost This this inspiration is for all. I could not have it myself without knowing this. 11. The word, quote, no, end quote, is proper in this context because the holy inspiration is so close to knowledge that it calls it forth or better allows it to come. We have spoken before of the higher or the, quote, true, end quote, perception, which is so close to truth that God himself can flow across that little gap. Knowledge is always ready to flow everywhere, but it cannot oppose. Therefore, you can obstruct it, although you can never lose it. The Holy Spirit is the Christ mind which senses the knowledge that lies beyond perception. It came into being with the separation as a protection 
inspiring the beginning of the atonement at the same time. Before that, there was no need for healing, and no one was comfortless. Amen. Thank you, Donna. And uh, let's see. Jessica, would you read 11? Yes. The word, quote, no, is proper in this. Oh, should I read the sentence before maybe? Um, It's about the Holy Spirit, and it comes from the universal inspiration, which is the Holy Spirit. Taught me first and foremost that this inspiration is for all. I could not have it myself without knowing this. The word no is proper in this context because the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Inspiration is so close to knowledge that it calls it forth or better allows it to come. We have spoken before of the higher or the quote true perception which is so close to truth that God himself can flow across the little gap. Knowledge is always ready to flow everywhere, but it cannot oppose. Therefore, you can obstruct it, although you can never lose it. The Holy Spirit is the Christ mind, which senses the knowledge that lies beyond perception. It came into being with the separation as a protection, inspiring the beginning of the atonement at the same time. Before that, there was no need for healing, and no one was comfortless. Well, thank you, Jessica. And uh, Patricia didn't worked away I had planned but that's fine now uh, would you like to repeat 11 or pass either it's fine um, it's up to you um, would you please repeat 11 okay thank you the word no is proper in this context because the holy inspiration is so close to knowledge that it calls it forth, or better, allows it to come. We have spoken before of the higher or the true perception, which is so close the truth, that God himself can flow across the little gap. Knowledge is always ready to flow everywhere. It cannot oppose. Therefore, you can obstruct it although you can never lose it. You can obstruct it, although you can
can never lose it. The Holy Spirit is the Christ mind. The Christ mind which senses the knowledge that lies beyond perception. It came into being with the separation of a protection inspiring the beginning of the atonement at the same time. Before that, there was no need for healing and no one was comfortless. Thank you, Patricia. And, uh, yeah, we're <laughs> past the top of the hour. So, uh, I turn to you, Fran, and ask everyone to give your attention to Fran as she leads us in the lesson today. Lesson 50. I am sustained by the love of God. Thank you, Fran. Thank you. Hi, everybody. We are still in the first part of the workbook and lesson 50, I am sustained by the law of God. So I shall read the lesson and then we will go over to do our five minute practice. Lesson 50, I am sustained by the love of God. Here is the answer to every problem that confronts you today and tomorrow and throughout time. In this world, you believe you are sustained by everything but God. Your faith is placed in the most trivial and insane symbols, pills, money, protective clothing, influence, prestige, being liked, knowing the right people and the endless list of forms of nothingness which you endow with magical powers. All these things are your replacements for the love of God. All these things are cherished to ensure a body identification. They are songs of praise to the ego. Do not put your faith in the worthless. It will not sustain you. Only the love of God will protect you in all circumstances. It will lift you out of every trial and raise you high above all the perceived dangers of this world into a climate of perfect peace and safety. It will transport you into a state of mind which nothing can threaten, nothing can disturb, and where nothing can intrude upon the eternal calm of the Son of God. Put not your faith in illusions. They will fail you. Put all your faith in the love of God within you, eternal, changeless, and forever unfailing. This is the answer to whatever confronts you today. Through the love of God in you, you can resolve all seeming difficulties without effort and ensure confidence. Tell yourself this often today. It is a declaration of release from the belief in idols. It is your acknowledgement of the truth about yourself. For 10 minutes twice today, morning and evening, 
Let the idea for today sink deep into your consciousness. Repeat it. Think about it. Let related thoughts come to help you recognize its truth and allow peace to flow over you like a blanket of protection and surety. Let no idle and foolish thoughts enter to disturb the holy mind of the Son of God. Such is the kingdom of heaven. Such is the resting place where your Father has placed you forever. Lesson 50. I am sustained by the love of God. Five minutes.
Now I'll read the paragraph from the review of Lesson 50. I am sustained by the love of God. As I listen to God's voice, I am sustained by His love. As I open my eyes, His love lights up the world for me to see. As I forgive, His love reminds me that His Son is sunless. And as I look upon the world with the vision He has given me, I remember that I am His Son. Lesson 50. I am sustained by the love of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. That was so beautiful, Fran. Thank you. Thank you, Fran. Well, thank you, guys. Good morning, it's Karen. Um, when I was practicing this earlier this morning, I kept hearing, there's nothing my holiness cannot do because I am sustained by the love of God. And I, when I was meditating, it went deeper. And as it went deeper, I had the thought that There's no doing this on the part of my ego. It feels like this is a call to strive. And I feel like I'm constantly striving, spiritually striving, 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 which implies there's a a foundation of fear. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I have to strive. I have to work it. I have to try. You know, even if I set my my timer on my phone for every 15 minutes to remind myself of, of the lesson, it's like there's this efforting, there's this striving. And in the um, deep place of silence, I heard, I need do nothing. I rest in God. I just have to rest in God. I need do nothing. I just have to remember. I just have to continually have the willingness to love my brother as myself, to have the willingness to open to God's loving sustenance for him to sustain me. God alone suffices. God alone suffices. I need do nothing. I just have to keep that alignment and not be um, fooled by illusions. And then I was meditating. I went deeper. And in the deeper and deeper places, I felt all these negative things. And, uh, you know, I feel like they're not mine. Maybe it's the collective. Maybe it's my children. Maybe it really is my stuff. But I don't need to figure it out. I just need to remember that God's love sustains me and that anything that isn't God's love is an illusion. That's all. Those are the only choices. Illusions or God's love. Um We read in the text earlier on the other call that God's answer is the reference point beyond delusions. And I thought it was so phenomenal because the ego's reference point for everything it understands and everything it interprets is the past. And whenever anything is happening and the ego mind is operative, it's always going back to its reference points. 
And God's reference point is beyond delusions. And the only other thing I wanted to add is um, it says that the more you share a thought, the more powerful it is. And I really believe we're seeing that. We're seeing that in the world right now. I mean, people are sharing absolute falsehoods. And the more that they share it and the more that people jump on board to believe it, the more powerful these these lies are becoming, whether it's about climate change or it's about politics or it's about, you know, who did whom to what to whom. It's like... It's like the Holocaust. It's like the idea that Jews are responsible for all the all the problems in the world, or you know, the Inquisition. That the the plague was because of Jews. I mean, it's just man. We really have to be strong. We really have to be strong in the light because the world needs us. We really do. I'm complete. Thank you. Oh, yes. I so agree, Karen. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen. That was lovely. Um, This is Lana. Uh, Well, my favorite lesson and one of my favorite readings all wrapped up together. I love it. this passage today, the section and this introduction, this whole chapter really is one of my favorites. It's, it's proven to me to be both the Aladdin's lamp for healing and the and like the um, oh, what's it called? Rosetta Stone for understanding. It's um, in a couple ways. The first way is it really tells us what the Holy Spirit is. Jesus says it's symbolic, and it's the only part of the Trinity that is symbolic. And being symbolic means that it's a symbol, and it points to something else. It points to, Jesus calls the Holy Spirit, right, our own right-mindedness. He also calls it, the um, Christ mind, he calls it in the beginning, I think, the higher self. Um, and then in the Bible, it's referred to the healer, the comforter, and the guide. But the, <clears throat> the gist of it was, for me, was the Holy Spirit was not a separate entity for me. It wasn't a thing. It was who I am, who I truly am. It, it points to my own right-mindedness. It points to my own Christ consciousness. Excuse me. And that was a huge revelation for me because for the first several years of practicing this course, I thought the Holy Spirit was something separate and apart from me that I had to grab hold of and bring to me. When the the whole time it was a part of me, it was who I truly am as a creation of God. The other thing that this uh, section pointed out to me is the real meaning of healing. You know, healing is joining. And he says it so beautifully throughout, throughout the first part of the section. 
you know, it's um, when I'm having some type of ego reaction to anything, when I'm in pain, be it physical or mental, I'm the tendency of the ego mentality is to become very self-absorbed within it, um, to become part of it. You know, it's really important what I put after the words I am because when I do that, I'm identifying with it, whether I'm saying I am sick, I am poor, I am depressed, I am angry. It's like I unite with that and become one with it. So when I heal, and I can't tell you how many times this has worked for me over the years, I need to join with something else. I need to, you know, uh, you know to awaken is to remember the truth. We're not learning anything. We're remembering. And, and you know, I have a little, <laughs> what do you call them, crib sheets, crib notes, and the ones I remember. Even in the pits of despair, I can remember this need not be. I can remember there's a different way of looking at this. I can remember I can choose again. These little sentences in my pain point my mind in a different direction. And that direction is to join. That direction is a joining with my with my Holy Spirit, with my higher mind, with my right-mindedness, with my Christ consciousness, with God, whatever you want to identify it as. It's a joining. And um, the joining, and, and of course, with a brother, because um, it's, it's a return to wholeness. It's a return to that oneness, um, to, the, to the laws of God not the laws of the ego mentality, not the laws of the world. And um, as I share that, the real gift of sharing is in sharing the love of God, whether I'm sharing it with a brother on the phone or sharing it here with you or sharing it in my writing. That has power because as I share that love is strengthened within me, and I can feel it go right up through me. And it's a powerful thing. So, so many occasions when I've been um, off the mark, so to speak, and have become susceptible to the ego mentality. And I don't think there are any accidents. I get a phone call from a brother who's in pain. I'll get a message on Facebook or I'll read a comment, which gives me an opportunity to share God's love. And when I share it, because we're all one, it strengthens it. It strengthens it in everyone, and especially in me, because to give is not to lose. If everything is an idea, I can't be diminished by it. It just makes it more powerful because that's how it is in the kingdom of heaven, in the kingdom of one-mindedness. It's a whole and complete entity. There's nothing to give other than to share it, the sharing. 
I should say there's lots to give. There's nothing to lose is what I meant to say because everything's contained within my oneness with everyone else. And it's truly miraculous in its, its um, effects within me. And it's a home. It's a home for me. And it's always waiting for me right here, right now. And um, maybe also I'll share about the lesson later but um, and why it's important to me. But the more thoughts increase by giving them away, the more who believe in them, the stronger they become. And I agree with you, Karen. It can work just the opposite. You know, in, in Hitler's book, My Comp, he says, if you tell a lie loud enough and long enough, people will believe it. They are his words. <laughs> so he knew the power, even if it was misguided, in sharing the same thing, sharing um, conflict and hate. But sharing is powerful, especially when it's shared on behalf of the truth. I'm complete. Thank you for listening. Lana, that was just such Thank a total you. expression of you. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you, Lana. Thank you. Beautiful, Lana. The Thank love, you. The love that comes through Thank you, you is it's palpable. It was so beautiful. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Amen. Lana, thank you. It's the love that gives you everything. Thank you. Morning. This is Charles, and the love I feel shines through the shares today. Is what sustains me and keeps me. And I realize that consciousness itself, Christ consciousness, is different than being conscious of. Christ consciousness is the foundation of being, in which all things arise within. And sometimes we give our attention to that which arises instead of to the consciousness that gives rise to all things. And to me, that's real thoughts. The real love, the real genuineness lies within our sharing. This feeling, the love that arises from the consciousness and gives the beauty in all our shares. Well, thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Charles. Oh. That was lovely. Yes. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles. I'm, I'm going to share. Oh, go ahead. Um, this is Ida. Um, I mean, it seemed like somebody was doing a loving thing with me this morning, but it wasn't loving to me. And she, one of the staff members was pressuring me to, for her to order me a pair of shoes from Temu, D-E-M-U. But anyway, they said they were a good bargain and everything, but they didn't have my size, the right size, because I take wide. And, and she kept saying, oh, it's this, it's that, it'll fit you, blah, blah, blah. 
She kept pressuring me and pressuring me, showing more and more shoes and wouldn't listen to what I tried to tell her. So I finally said, okay, take, I'll take these ones and only these. And, um, and the, but she wasn't giving out meds. She wasn't giving Nancy her breakfast. She wasn't doing what she's supposed to do. And I don't think she's even supposed to buy me stuff, even if it's a good buy, quote unquote. She does these things. You know, she pressures me to take, to have sweet things when she knows I have diabetes. She's just kind of whacked. And that really upset me, what she did this morning was showing me that all the shoes and pressuring me to take one. She did it in a nice way, but it was the same thing. It was an argument. It was pressure. And I just need to share that. I'm sorry if I'm sharing something that's not loving. But I... I, it's just hard sometimes. That's all. Thank you. I'm complete. No, oh, bless your love and heart. Really deep love for yourself in that. Thank you. Yeah. Your genuineness you is really sincere for yourself, love. Love you. Thank you. Always. Thank you, you guys, gal. Thank you. This is Donna. Yeah. This is Paul. What came to me when you, uh, particularly when you said at the end, you were sorry you had to share that. But what had popped into my consciousness just prior to that was, that's okay, I can stand in the gap for my sister who can't see Christ where she is, but I can see it for her. And if, one, if we, we just told the, the, the individuals who just don't understand their Christ, who walk the halls in many nursing homes and et cetera, we, we, Jesus can work through that. So just hang in there. No, Ida, you are so loved. And, uh, and only because the guy shines in you do those who don't understand and are afraid of that, they're afraid of that light, do have a tendency to persecute those who have that light, as we know they did Jesus. So hang in, my sister. You're doing probably, not probably, you are doing a great work for the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ himself, even as you might think you're failing Praise the Lord. I thank God for you. Uh, I'm complete. Oh, thank you, Donna. Yes. <laughs> that was Amen. Awesome. Thank, you, Donna. thank you. Thank you. There's no accident, Ida, that you're in that nursing home. God put you there to shine the light of God through it and on everyone there. And um, it's a big job. <laughs> it's a big job. And you you've got all of us with you and as well as 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 your right mind and God and Jesus. So just hang in there, my dear sister. You are such a loving, loving soul. Incomplete. Oh, thank you, Lana.
Good morning, this is Sandra. And I so appreciate your share, Ida, because this is not easy stuff. But I know one thing that really makes it easier for me is to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I am sustained by the love of God. Not the love of my brothers and sisters or children or mothers or fathers or anything like that. I am sustained by the love of God because I let God define who I am. Previously, I've taken personally what my brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and children and the people that people my world, I took their opinions of me personally. And I believed them. And then I concluded that, you know, I wasn't good enough, there was something wrong with me, that I couldn't do anything right, that I was stupid, whatever I was programmed to believe. And this is erasing all of that because I'm letting God define who I am. And God says I am loved, loving, and lovable. And that's just the truth. And I, I'll just ask in that especially when I'm not getting what I need from, from humans. And it's, it's such a gift. And one of the things that I had a challenge with with the reading this morning was giving and taking or something like that. When I thought this book is telling me that giving and receiving are one. So... I can give love to myself or I can give love to a brother. It doesn't matter. I'm still giving love. I can take care of myself and, and set clear boundaries. And, and that's a loving thing too because giving and receiving are one. And if somebody could enlighten me on this reading because it's, I'm not getting that message from this reading this morning, so maybe somebody can help me out with that. I'm complete. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Sandra. I try to remember, Sandra, the truth is... I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead Charles. I'm, I can share later. I was just thinking, so <laughs> but uh, I'll allow you go ahead. Go ahead there. Thank you, Charles. I was, um, I just wanted to say that um, I try to remember the truth is whole. That's why giving and receiving are one. That's why sharing the love of God is sharing it with the whole kingdom and sonship. It's why we're never healed alone. Um, Jesus is telling us that everything is an idea, and I can share a complete idea without sustaining any loss. Everything is an idea. What I call situations in the world are ideas and ideas can be shared um, they can be shared in the right way or the wrong way as Karen pointed out 
but sharing increases. So I'm never giving and receiving are one because there's nothing outside of wholeness. It's all contained within that wholeness. Um, And that's what he's telling us again today, reminding us that we're not separate. There's no separate person. We're all in this together, (laughs) like it or not. Uh, The good, the bad, and the ridiculous, we're all one. Whether our misperceptions tell us otherwise, we're all one in God. And that's why giving and receiving is one, and that's why sharing is strengthened. Um, I don't know. I hope that's helpful. I'm complete. Yeah. I'd like to add one thing. This lesson is, I am sustained by the love of God is the great equalizer because it's just not me who's sustained by the love of God. The whole, every person on this planet is sustained by the love of God. So it's a great equalizer. Sorry to interrupt. I just um, wanted to say this one thing that when I think I need something, my needs aren't being met. I forget that I am everything and I have everything. So there's nothing to need. I'm complete. Amen. Thank you. This is Charles here. One of the things I love about the Course in Miracles and the Lessons is we share, many times we share ideas. Not so much our feelings. We share ideas that arise from our feelings. Now, these feelings, these ideas promote uh, other than our connection, other than which we share together in one and truth. These ideas, I say, do I accept these ideas as the truth I would have? Or what ideas would the Holy Spirit give me? Remind me of what we share together as one. How is this connecting us? Or how is this making it seem as if someone is opposing upon me? Or how is it that I'm seeing something that isn't there and making it real? It takes a real deep self-honesty look at what's one's motivation for how we interact with each other, realizing we give importance to ideas more so than to our feelings. And some people feel their ideas will help make this a better way of life. And ideas are only that which are a surface. There's just surface waves on top of the ocean. But when you bring the love with them, like you hear in Lana, when you hear it, and Lorna, all the different love that comes from the feelings, it's an underlying feeling, the underlying connection. I am sustained by the love of God. And when someone's trying to sell me an idea to convince me of their rightness, of what they feel is best for me, I announced to them that they are the love of God, and I announced to myself, I thank you for our connection we share together as one. And I give weight to what I desire to experience. 
For in my self-love can I extend that to others. I, through my love for the truth within me, extend that as the same truth for all. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Thank Charles. You, Charles. Thank you um, for making reference to paragraph 8 where he talks about ideas shared become stronger. Um, Sandra, I'm I'm recalling back uh, maybe six or seven years now a time when I was um, very, very, very distressed and I came to this call and talked about my personal sense of failure. Um, I mean, real deep sense of not meeting the mark, you know, in spite of efforting. And I remember something you said to me. Then. You said, you know, some days I don't even do the lesson. And some days uh, I do. And that's not what's important, you said. You said giving your mind to to the idea is what um, is what we're after. And your sense of conviction at that time was, um, you know, you can transmit that. It's possible to transmit a sense of conviction or belief in the idea you're sharing in such a way that uh, the person to whom you give it can really feel it and uh, believe it. And I think of many times I've heard you do the same thing with so many different people. I mean, I started to list, okay, I've heard Sandra share conviction. That makes no sense. But what makes sense is that... um, the ideas in which you believe are so strong that you can't fail uh, in in sharing them. You just can't fail, and um, and that turns out to be a real gift. And I think the point of this reading, um, any idea that I I fully embrace as true and write and uh, resonate with is so uh, powerful that I cannot not be expressed, you know? Whether it's true or false uh, is is also um, part of this deal. And we're not talking about karma, necessarily, but we are talking about um, making a choice to join and the way to join with my brother isn't physically uh, I join with you in ideas and the ideas that we share uh, are what make us one in this in this work um, he wants to point out that the light of joy is so strong this light of joy 
Um, and, and anyone who's ever experienced a holy instant knows this light of joy, this otherworldly uh, happiness that comes from uh, and the, it's, it comes from a real life experience of truth that suddenly interjects itself into your heart and mind and experience in such a way that you have no question at all about its veracity, its truth, its realness. And, um, you know, mystics and writers and poets have expressed it throughout time as this amazing grace this amazing grace comes suddenly unexpectedly into a situation where um, one felt hopelessly alone and um, and this amazing grace this revelation uh, is so true that it forms and Karen mentioned the word reference point when our, when we talked this morning before they, we started the recording it forms the basis of a new understanding of everything, a new light, a new perspective, a new way to see, a new way to be. And this new way um, is, expresses itself as healing. You know, the mind, we've talked for four chapters now about uh, the mind that thinks it's an ego, a false persona, makes up a, makes up a, a facade um, a collection of beliefs and ideas that it thinks it's true about itself and it's more of a, a random assemblage you know um, think of I'm thinking of Frankenstein you know the guy has an idea that he's going to build a model and and he picks bits and pieces and bits and pieces in so many ways the ego is just like that it's a random assemblage of thoughts opinions beliefs and concepts that um, the separate mind believes is true about everything, but into that, into that experience comes something new and different. The new and different is the Holy Spirit, the universal inspiration who taught me first and foremost that this universal inspiration is for all. I could not have it myself without that. And this new way, this new reference point, this new way of seeing uh, the light uh, of truth. You know, there's so many names in this chapter five, healing and wholeness. You might just as well subtitle the the, the many names of the Holy Spirit, the many gifts of grace, um, the many ways God tries to inject truth into a mind that has so many crazy ideas. Um, but first and foremost, he taught me it is for all. And now all of a sudden, I have a point from which I can look out and assess what's true here. I didn't have that before. That's the Holy Spirit. And from this point of reference, what's true here, truth is true for me, is also true for you. And I started this by saying... Uh, Sandra, you've given that gift to me many times. And that's why this section is called Healing is Joining. Um, we, do, uh, we do live demonstrations of it here every day. 
and um, and I don't want to miss the point that um, that we have as words, but we also have the words that we confer on each other as blessings and embraces of holiness and enveloping in peace and uh, the many expressions that we share with each other just with the words thank you the acknowledgement of truth in a brother healing is joining healing is joining that's the only thing I take away from today I've I think I've got it healing is joining uh, so thank you. I'm complete. Oh, thanks thank for you. that, Lori. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. Well, thank you, Lori. Hello, this is Diana. And can you hear me? Yes, Diana. Oh, good. Okay. Sorry, I didn't take you back off mute. Or I mean, I know you. Oh no, that's mute, okay. So. That's fine. I, I'm. Yeah. It's these are all lessons for me. I get to know how to get back on star six. <laughs> I'm responsible for myself, but thank you. Um, I, I I have to say, of all the lessons, this this time around, this one probably is my very favorite so far. It is really teaching me when my mind wants to chatter and go into my ego-based thinking because I'm listening. You know, that I have a choice to simply step away from my mind um, by losing interest in in it. You know, um, I... Go, doing life like yesterday, I'm, I'm here sitting I'm in my daughter's home that overlooks a vineyard, and I don't know what's happening, but there's one heart-shaped cloud followed by another heart-shaped cloud, and I am, I'm in that place of feeling love and being loved, and it is a practice. And when I can't remember the mantra, like being on the plane yesterday, flying here, my I go to a simple mantra because I have to live life. You know, I'm standing, I'm taking off my shoes. You know, I'm doing the process of life. I'm going to the machine to be scanned. I'm waiting for the plane. I'm sitting, and she has me in first class. And I'm watching the, the, the souls come onto the plane, and, and, and I am, you know, and I'm, I'm wanting to be in a place of blessing them and myself because I know when I do, I fill up. It's, it's, it's true what they say. It doesn't matter how you feel about a person or how they show up, but it seems like those that, that were in distress, I was giving more love to and more love to. And, and, and I couldn't remember what the, the lesson for the day was. So I simply went to when I am wanting to engage with Christ in the now moment and staying in this moment and now not being sidetracked by chatter. And sometimes you have to be in that when life is going on. But when I am steady, like I was in that seat, 
and I couldn't remember the lesson of the day. I simply went to the remembrance of the words, I am that I am. I am that I am. And it, that mantra accessed me to the knowledge. You know, it brought me back to the certainty of who Christ was. And, and I stayed in that. And it's in the times when I am just doing life or people are asking me about tennis shoes or anything that comes up when it might be a little infraction or an irritation just to take a breath and say, okay, okay. It's okay, you know. I, I, I have a choice to be present and, and have a voice and say, yeah, I'm not interested or I'll get back with you or, you know, to be mindful of, of, of that person and myself as well and just to be in love, you know, with, with my brother and, and with Christ uh, and, um, and with you all. <laughs> I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you, Diana. Oh, that was beautiful, Diana. Thank you. This is Donna. I found uh, this reading divine. Paragraphs one through three, basically what I got from it is the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's also scripture. And um, the other thing I got was um, from that paragraph was sometimes it's not easy, but to love our neighbor as ourselves. And then from paragraph nine, I really saw this kind of like I, somebody studied the lesson. I picked it up just before the call. But paragraph nine, it's really sentence three. The Holy Spirit is nothing more than your own right mind. And with that, that's the same mind that Jesus is guiding us with because he has been able to attain it. And the the idea that this Holy Spirit is our mind, that's why we can boldly say, I am Christ. I have the mind of Christ. And it's very powerful to, to say that and then look out and say it about a brother, particularly one that you're having problems with. I am the Christ. There is only Christ here. And look upon some that you have difficulty even looking upon. We're safe no matter what. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You're in trouble. You hold on to that. Just repeat it to yourself. And I guarantee you, it will sustain you. I am complete. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Donna. Donna. This is Sandra again, and <clears throat> I um, 
I'm beginning to really embrace triggers <laughs> as uncomfortable as they are and as difficult as they are for me and everybody else who gets triggered. Um, because I am sustained by the love of God, I can look at those triggers and not take them personally and know that they're really a gift showing me the parts of myself that I have not turned over to God to let God heal. I have not turned it over to the Holy Spirit. It's usually from the past. It's usually beliefs about myself from the past. And, and they're, they're, they're wonderful gifts. I don't like them. They're hard. When I get triggered, it's, it's not fun. <laughs> but um, they, are, they are really gifts because I can look deeper and deeper of where do I think I'm not worthy? Where do I think I'm not worthy? I'm complete. Thank Boy, you, Sandra. It boils down to that. Yeah. It's your Thanks, Sandra. Yes, Sandra, just real quickly. Jesus said to me once, it's never the button pusher that needs healing. It's always the button pushed. And once that's healed, nobody can ever push it again. And I think you and you yeah. said that so pretty. I mean, so beautifully. Pretty, too. <laughs> I'm complete. And the joy is when we can turn, or when I can turn, we can turn lemons into lemonade. <laughs> I'm complete. Yes, they're called miracles. <laughs> yep. Even stirring yeah, water into wine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you. Um, both there, Sandra and Lana. <laughs> kind of stuck on lemonade. I keep thinking, well, Arnold, a nice Arnold Palmer. Uh, nice lemon pudding pie. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, okay, I just need to start talking, I guess. The second line here in the chapter five, so let me start with the first. <laughs> to heal is to make happy. And it just, um, the context here might be considered to be that in paragraph two, those who attempt to heal and I think there's others there implied without being wholly joy, joyous themselves, right? 
And that it kind of puts me in mind that I just experienced this morning are, are about the shoes. But to get back to the thing, this is like just within ourselves. The, the action of healing will make us happy, right? That this is releasing. It's like peace plus freedom equals joy. Okay. Thank you. Fullness of release, and so that's the context in which to hold the second sentence, where it says, "I have told you before to think how many opportunities you have to gladden yourself, and how many you have refused." And I've. You know, maybe it's like a bookend experience, but I have this experience of being offered an idea, a thought, that will expand into a flow of thoughts and not not having the willingness myself to just take the time to start to pull on the thread, if you will, accept and 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 try to record and integrate it. Instead I go off and and get concerned with very specific things. Which are fine and useful, but if I uh it's this choice. It's very much like the idea later, um, later in the book about trying to prepare for the holy instant, and and it relates very much to the to what it says later on the reading today that you know what's real is still there. I mean, I can put it off, but. I, I I can't really lose it. So anyway, to go back to the thing, it's like, so I put it off, and then I fall into a fear that I've lost my chance, that I can't get back, to, you know, that I refused it. Now it's gone away. But, you know, it's... So, you know, the experience then becomes one of uh, getting a lot of little things done. And then, but my real experience within as a result is not any form of accomplishment, but fear of missing out. I've lost my chance, as it were, right? And, you know, I don't want to give, this is not the thought I intend to share, but uh, I'm just trying to point to this thing that, where it says, knowledge is always ready to flow everywhere, but it cannot oppose. Therefore, I can obstruct it or distract myself, but I can never lose it. It's always ready to flow everywhere. 
and you know, just to focus on this thing that what he says in the central thing here, eight thoughts increase by being given away. The more who believe in them, the stronger they become. And then he offers a thought here. Everything is an idea. And so behind, you know, all the particularity and all the things and is is a more central idea than than the ones which the world the world is built upon treating them all as separate. But there is a central idea behind all of it. <coughs> and that is is trying to flow out and all that's really required is acceptance. And, um, yeah, it, it's you know that in a, in this way, giving and receiving are one. That in the giving of an idea that is is a shared or considered there is um a lot of mutual um, experience occurring around the idea and the both are giving and receiving um and focusing on an idea and I think I think uh, I just want to <laughs> reinforce uh, the lesson there as as an idea, a centralized central idea that you can uh, not measure other ideas against, but hold other ideas up to as delight. You know, I am sustained by the love of God, so whatever I'm thinking. I can hold it up to that thought that I am sustained by the love of God, which is eternal. It's not going away. I can lose my my belief in it, but I can't really lose it. And so anything, any other idea, I can hold to this idea and see what is true and what I <coughs> what I'm adding in fear and clarify what I'm actually doing at any particular time. I'm <laughs> I know people say uh, this is my favorite or this is important a lot of the time, but I get I get it, Lana. This is this is uh, um, this is capable of being a foundation stone for an operating system in the in the world, being in the world, 
not of it. And uh, the expression of being sustained by the love of God is sharing that. So thank you all for being here, sharing that with each other, with me, and with everyone who comes along um, to listen to the recording. I will end the recording, but not the call. Uh, so, on we go.